You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Okay, come see me live. Philly, you've been asking for me, bunch of twits over the last year, Facebooks, emails. I'm coming back. I, I'm coming back. The 21st of February, the 22nd, and the 23rd. Three nights, five shows, Philadelphia, Helium Comedy Club. So if you live in Philly, tell your fucking friends, grab your family, get your tickets now, don't do walk-ups, take your fucking credit card out, call the club, and book the seats. Get people together. Show up. Let's do this. Uh, Philadelphia Helium Comedy Club, Feb 21st to the 23rd. Spread the fucking word. And let's pack this place out. And then, I'm very excited. I'm going to be in Connecticut uh, at the Trumbull, Connecticut, at the Treehouse on March 1st and March 2nd. I will be at Cromwell, Connecticut, for the Treehouse uh, Comedy Venture. I don't know what the fuck they call it. <laughs> but uh, I'll be in Connecticut again. And then I'm going to be in South by Southwest. Holy shit show. I'm going to be there March 21st. Uh, doing a great show with the Syndicate and Laugh Button. We got Big J on the show. I'm hosting it, the Nasty Show. So if you're going to uh, South by Southwest, if you're going to be in Austin, Texas, uh, the first uh, March 12th, make sure you find the show. March 15th, I'm at the Wilbur Theater, kid. Wilbur Theater. Get your tickets now, Beantown. Get them now. Don't wait. Buy your tickets now. I put out a, a code out there. Get your front row tickets. Get your seats. Let's pack this place out. My hometown. I uh, I wasn't going to come back until October. I'm usually there around October or Christmas. I, I, I didn't want to come back so soon. I got some new shit. I got a few new things that I wanted to uh, you know, come back to you guys with now that I'm having the baby. Uh, so uh, I was going to be October, but they offered me 15th of March. I took it. I want you guys to show the fuck up. Let's have a good time, and let's uh, let's pack this place. Go to my website, robertkellylive.com. Go hit tour and get all my dates. Okay, you want to come see me? Don't ask me on Twitter, when are you going to be? Just go to my fucking website and find out. Find out where I'm going to be. Go to my website, find out where I'm going to be, get my app, on the, for uh, for uh, iPhone, and it will show you where I'm going to be. Go to riotcast.com. My dates are up there. My dates are everywhere. So make sure you come and check me the fuck out live. Hey, all right. So here is uh, an extra podcast for you guys on Thursdays. I try to do these when I can. Um, uh, I put together a show on Saturday. Had a bunch of people that were supposed to show up, and of course. Being in this shit business and having fucking doo-doo friends. Uh, not everybody showed up. Uh, I'm kidding, of course. Some people couldn't make it. Some people had stuff to do. Some people lied. And some people are fucking lazy. But um, it wound up being an all right show. I, I you know, I, I had a real good time. It, it was um, I put it out the Thursday after Patrice's benefit. So we talked about Patrice uh, a little bit. You know, we had some stories and it was fun. It was a good time. Um... I hope you guys like it. A little extra Thursday podcast. Patrice and friends, um, enjoy. Hey, gang. This is Colin Quinn. This is Jim Norton. This is Dennis Leary. This is Opie from a lot of things. This is Burt Kreischer. Stan Cook, and you are listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? You Know What, Dude? You Know What, Dude? (laughs) Ippy-bippy-baya, ippy-bippy-boo. Dippy-dippy-daya, yabba-dabba-doo. Dude! 
She probably, <laughs> yep. There you go, right up front. Big fans, right up front. There, give it up for motherfuckers that's up here trying to make you laugh. Don't know you. Uh, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck happened? That's your woman, there. That's your woman. Oh boy. You guys brothers, right? You guys look just alike, man. Brothers, related? Close. Close, like just friend, like. Boy. Why'd you get all strange, nigga? <laughs> with you, man. It's just, I'm just asking what the deal is, man, because y'all are people. Like, it ain't like just fucking start dancing, motherfucker, and I gotta just get into my shit. I like to know who I'm here fucking uh, trying to fucking make laugh and shit. What's going on here? Deliciously young here. What's going on? Yo, alright, here we are. Uh, a special edition of uh, YKWD. I got Jim Norton in the house. Um, that was uh, the great Patrice O'Neill. You wonder how self-centered I am as I'm listening to that. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is not of my dead friend and not of his legacy, but like, wow, the audio quality is good. I'd like to tape a CD in DC. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of is how good the audio quality of that, how how electric the laugh sounded. I'm like, well, I'd love to tape in that room. That's a good move. It's amazing how fast we move on. <laughs> uh, it was funny you said that the first time I heard it, I was, the DC improv doesn't use me for some reason. I just I was just like, why won't they fucking use me that was always going through my head as well yeah it's it, we always make it about ourselves yeah. stand up <laughs> but uh that's uh patrice o'neill's um mr p album was the last album uh that came out i still uh, haven't listened to the whole thing you couldn't you couldn't listen to it or you haven't no, I, I couldn't i listen to some of it i'll listen to clips i can listen to patrice in very brief clips um but then it gets just too depressing for a couple for two reasons uh, one because he's dead and he's my friend and two because he, he's such a great comic that I don't like to listen to other comedians that are that great it's just because it makes me feel mm. bad about myself like he was just so great that I'm like ugh yeah I, I didn't like watching Patrice either I hated I, I last show I did with him was in uh, Atlantic City it was me and him uh, we were doing this huge show together and uh, I remember he it was supposed to be me and him I go up first he goes up second we're co-headlining this event and he brought two fucking people with him and I'm like he's like alright Harris is gonna go up I'm like what the fuck do you mean the fuck are you making decisions for and then uh, he's like Bobby what the fuck you who gives a shit and then I went up I did my shit Harris went up he, he just made a and then he went up after me and fucking did what he did just 
I was like, oh, I get it. He's he's the fucking he's the guy. Yeah. I'm not the fucking guy. I did my shit, but I watched his show, and it was an hour of I was I was just watching it, and it was fucking amazing. I'm like, he's the that's why he's fucking making this. This isn't a co-headline event. This is Patrice's show. I'm opening for him, and he brought his fucking MC. Yeah, because he was he was that good. I hated watching him. I like watching Louis. I don't watch fucking Louie ever no. because he just gets into the shit. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I suck. And I don't want to adopt anything. Right, either. right, right. Very easy to adopt something from those, especially guys like him who are so, I don't know how to, silhouetted. I know. You know? You should see my new bit about my two daughters. I think it's really, <laughs> Louie's starting to rub off on me. <laughs> I have a bit about pimping my bitch wife. Oh. And uh, <laughs> he, uh. Yeah, he was really fucking good, man. He was, but the the reason why I played that clip is because, um, you know, comedy now I think has gone into this, uh, you know, set up punch tag. Yeah, it's jokes, it's written jokes, and there's no uh, freedom to it. There's no more, uh, you know, you go up and you open with a joke and you go through all these jokes and you close with a joke and it's formatted and it's exactly what it is. Patrice was one of those comics that I don't think which I love, is that he goes up and I want to know who the fuck you are first. And he actually put that in an album. Most right. guys wouldn't put that in an album. That'd be the fluff that you take out. Right. And you, then you go right to a joke. He actually put in uh, the, the beginning where he, he, like, he used to go up and who the fuck are you people first? I want to know if I like you. And then let's go. And, uh, and that's one thing I like. He, I remember he'd walk fucking people right at the beginning of a show. Just fuck you. You're an asshole. You know who did that? Dice did that. Remember when he did that? At oh, in Vegas. Just threw a guy out immediately <laughs> for just talking and trying to have fun. It's like a minute eight, 18 into the fucking act. Get just, the fuck out of here. throw him out. Uh, yeah, he, he's another one. Like, not to compare Patrice to Dice, but he's another one who, uh, I mean, I know he had a bit, but he does, like, I don't know. There's something about these fucking guys. You can watch them. If you go back and watch, like, old, remember Rascals? Yeah. The, the actual TV show they sure, had. Sure, sure. I went back and watched like Dice, Rogan. Uh, did Rogan do Rascals? Wow. Rogan did, well, the shirt. I tweeted it yesterday. He had a shirt on. Perp, it was the fucking most ridiculous shirt I've ever seen in my life. But at the time, it was probably this, oh my God, like, right. where do you get those? Pier 1 Imports. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, but you can really see who's funny and who stands the test of time. Rogan and, and Dice are still funny today when you watch it. Then you watch Rosie O'Donnell. How the fuck? I don't know who Rosie O'Donnell is. Rosie, who, what's her name? O'Donnell. Ro who the fucking? I'm just saying, you should know her I name. Know, but who gives a Rosie fuck? Rosie O'Donnell. Who gives a shit? <laughs> just letting you know. Yeah, but who cares? Nobody cares about your fucking, your grammar. My, my, it's not grammar, it's somebody's name. I'm not being nitpicky. Yeah, you, you like Richard Pryor's? <laughs> <laughs> you're being nitpicky. How about Sam Kinnison? Shut up. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> I hate your fucking nitpicky ways. I, that, it's, nit, it's nitpicky if you write like there and I say, don't you mean they are? But when you when we're no, two that's comics, cunty. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, with a K, that, that's cunty. But if we're two comics talking about another comic, and you, you say, say Rosie O'Donnell, and I don't tease you for it. <laughs> that's true. What did you say with a K? Yeah, cunt. Um, yeah, I don't think she's funny. She was. I mean, she. I thought she was funny back then. And then I didn't, I didn't know she wasn't funny. I watched her clip, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is horseshit. This is garbage. It's fucking garbage. Then you watch Dice, and he goes up there and does this whole thing and then goes into this fucking soliloquy of, uh, of just this rant of fucking stupidness that's hilarious even today. 
I don't and, know Rosie's stand. Honestly, I don't. You want to know better stand up? The only thing I liked about her, like yeah. that, I, that I remember from her stand up, yeah. is when Michael Jackson, she was talking about him, and she goes, Yeah, Michael Jackson said hi to me, but I don't say hi to pedophile. It was some brutal joke she did that I was really surprised that she did because she was supposed to be so nice and everybody loved her. And that, that's what I remember about her stand up, but she did some fucking brutal kind of not even that funny slam of michael jackson which people got very offended at yeah she's uh she it wasn't but guys like patrice kind of back to that the reason why i'm doing the show today was you know just to back up a little bit it was supposed to be me (laughs) 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 yeah it's supposed to be you it's supposed to be me you that's right Anthony, yes, An- uh, Anthony Cumier and uh, Colm Quinn, Colm Quinn <laughs> and uh, Keith Robinson, yeah, was supposed to be here, and it's just, it's just me and you. Yeah, of course, it's Keith is black, Colin <laughs> and Anthony are old. Yeah, yeah Colin fucking uh, had to do something family related. Uh, Anthony just texted me ten ten seconds before he was supposed to be here, telling me that he's not going to make it, and then uh, and then Keith is coming from the airport. <clears throat> Oh, is he okay? Yeah, he's uh, he's on his way. Which exactly? But yeah, so it's, it, you're the only one that showed up. Yeah, yeah, you're the only fucking. And this is a show about Patrice. We're doing the benefit, or we actually the show will come out after we did the benefit um, Tuesday, and um, this show is going to come out after. And uh, I just wanted to get all you guys together and and talk about Patrice because I was going through all the Brazil photos, right? Um, and all the photos I had, we were trying to get these Billy Burr, who you know, put this whole fucking event together. Yeah, he did a great job. Did a great job, man. And uh, it was a very hard event to put together because Jonathan, who was uh, he was Patrice's manager, was trying for a long time. And, le- and let's just say that he, you know he was making all efforts. Uh, he made a tremendous amount of efforts, reaching out to talent individually, reaching out to comics, uh, reaching out to, to managers and festivals. And uh, it was just very frustrating because they wanted to do it, but they wanted certain people. And uh, John was just out of his mind, frustrated, trying to get things. And I think Bill just said, fuck it, and took his own money and did it, which none of us knew he was doing it. Bill said to me once on opening, I think it was, he goes, dude, what the fuck? You know, Bill is, Bill, Bill's confrontational even when he's not trying to be. Like, dude, yeah. what the fuck we doing? He's like, all right. <laughs> but he's like, you, you, Bill's, you always feel menaced by Bill Burr. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? Fine, dude, what the fuck we doing about Patria? I thought, all right. Uh, <clears throat> But he, he was right. He goes, you know, dude, we're his friends. Let's just do it. And, and he was right. And the next thing you know, I got a call from Bill. Yeah. He was absolutely right. And uh, he got a call. And, and I think Maureen Tarrant helped him. But whatever. They just kind of went balls out and, and booked the city center. And uh, it sold out very, very quickly. So uh, I'm happy that we're finally doing it. Here's the problem is that, that everybody's worried about um, who's in it and the politics of it and where can we do it and how much money can we raise and the actual uh you know to be a part of it and highlight it and you know i did this I, and it it's it just fucking it's stupid here's what comedians worry about sorry to interrupt you but here's what they were people don't want to compete with their own draw like but i'm, t- that's what it is. I'm not saying it's right but i mean that's what it is comedians worry about competing against their own draw i think it's ridiculous i do too it's ridiculous you're doing a 15 minute set yeah on a, a show with ten other comics, friends of somebody. No, you're not blowing your wad. Well, and if anything, you're actually reminding people that you're a part of this group of comics. So you're actually probably gaining fans because guys who probably maybe didn't like you or or didn't know of you or maybe didn't care for you will see you with these guys and you killing it and having fun, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, 
next time he's in town, I'm going to see that guy. There are some guys that might have done stuff behind the scenes that was uh, good for the family, too. Like, you know, uh, some guys who weren't able to make a benefit because of their schedule, but like legitimately did really nice shit for the family. So, I mean, you know, okay. there's people that did stuff privately that was really, really nice. But, okay, then, I don't, but I don't, then there's people yeah. who did nothing. And, uh, and you okay. Know, you know who you are. Yeah, fine. Don't. Don't do it. Yeah. We sold it out. Here's the thing. You did nothing, but you you also, you some people actually fucked with the progress of it. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so Billy, Billy, I, I remember he called me up. He's like, fuck this. I'm not, he, he made me, you know, be quiet. Don't tell anybody because if you tell somebody, then people are going to get involved and it's going to get fucked up again. He went and did it and, and took care of it and put his little team together of people sure. and, uh, you know, uh, called individually. Do you want to, and everybody, everybody on the show, yep, no questions asked, yeah. yep. No, yep. Whenever it is, I'll do whatever sure. I have to do, and uh, and now uh, it's uh, you know. I mean, as it should be done. I mean, if anybody should have a benefit, it should be him. Well, for his family, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but Patrice, this is not even just to raise. It's to raise money for his family, which is awesome. But we have to do a show to celebrate our friend. I mean, a, a year over a year ago, we got a call it in the morning that our friend had a stroke, and I remember. Immediately calling you. Yeah. I immediately called uh, Colin, and I called uh, Voss, and we called Keith, Keith Robinson. And within 20 minutes, no matter who was around, everybody was at that hospital. Right. Within 20 minutes. And Colin took a fucking bus. Yeah. As he should to most places. Hopefully, I'm hoping that's how Colin does gigs from now on. On a fucking bus. <laughs> oh, you know, times are tough. <laughs> I like people. Uh, I'm writing a new show. It's a new hour show called The Bus. Yeah, it's called The you know, <laughs> Back of the Bus. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, uh, thanks, Kelly Festuca. We already started rolling, baby. Okay. Yeah. Festuca's in. Uh, not you. Oh. Um, Ooh, I got some fruit coming. So hungry. I'm so it's... Uh, <laughs> you're, you're starving? Yeah. So it's... Uh, it's uh, you know, it's been over a year. What, what was the date? I don't even know the date. I don't know. But anyway, November. So yeah, in November, and now we're actually finally getting to celebrate, and that's what it's about. It's about. <clears throat> it's not a negative thing. It's not a sad thing. It's a let's get together and remember Patrice and all the stories and in a fun way and and see his mom and you know Vaughn and uh, and all of us be together for Patrice, which uh, you so, know. Sometimes with a friend, you have to think like. Like, all right, what would my friend, how would my friend want me to handle this? Like, or how would my friend want his people treated? You know, his mom or his girlfriend or his wife. Yeah. And that's why you do stuff like this, too. It's also because, you know, you want to, you're honoring your friend by, by treating his family well because you'd want your family treated well. Um, you know, and a lot of guys just didn't want to do that. Or not, I don't think they thought it through so literally. I don't think they thought it through and thought, fuck his family or fuck him. But people are just selfish, and they're worried about their own shit, and they're worried about their own draw, and they're worried about... So fuck them. That's why I, I don't buy anybody's sincerity. You have very few... It sounds silly, but you wind up with very few real close friends. You know, the rest are just cunts. And I mean, I know that, that sounds like a really shitty thing to say, but that is the reality in our business and every business. Um, you know, our job, every job. And it's not just close friends. It was like none of the networks did tributes to them. And, and I, I almost understand why, because they all hated him on a personal level, because he was the guy that would be mean to them when none of us had the balls to be. <laughs> he, you, believe he really me, did. He treated executives of networks the way we wanted to treat them. He treated them like shit. 
Like, what do you mean? You got any stories? Just uncomfortable. They'd walk <laughs> in. What do you want? You know how loud he was. Just he was just awful to them. He didn't make them feel welcome. He wasn't welcoming. He was mean. Um, he was accurate, and uh, you know he was dismissive. I remember how unpleasant he was when we were doing the Colin Quinn show. Oh my God, he was just fucking, he was just a twat to everybody. But it was very funny. Right. In hindsight, it was stressful in the time. Right. But I see why executives didn't flock to him. Did you, I mean, have you, have you ever done stuff with him where you're like, uh, I, 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 he made me feel like a spineless pussy sometimes because... I don't want. I don't. I'm not a fucking controversy fan. I don't like. Right. I don't like when people don't like me. Right. Um, you know, and he didn't give a fuck so much. Sometimes I was like, maybe it's too much. Right. And you'd be in a gig with him or on a show, and he would be, fuck them, and you'd have to back him up. But you, I don't know. I felt like, oh shit, these people are gonna hate me. Now he's burning a bridge with me with this club or this venue, because yeah. he's such an ass. Partially, but part of me also felt like, um. Sometimes he was too far in that direction, like where you feel like, oh man, I should be standing tall like he is. But a lot of times that wasn't standing tall. You know, he was like all of us. He was insecure. Yeah. He had his doubts. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. We were talking one time, you know, I guess within a year of when he died. And he was like, man, I just feel, I feel irrelevant. He felt irrelevant. And it was really weird to hear him say that. But he's like, he was pulling himself off the grid because he felt people had too much access to him. But he was feeling like he came on, on the air one time and he was saying that when he was doing his project... And he said he realized how fucked up he had been on so many projects because a couple of people that were doing his thing were a little difficult. And he goes, man, I was an asshole. Like he, was, he had this revelation that he had been so difficult on so many things and he regretted that. Like he wished he hadn't been because once he had his thing, he saw how it was when people were being difficult right. for no reason. Not reasonably difficult, but just reasonlessly right. being an asshole. Yeah. So he was, you know, in a way like, uh, you know, you know, people would hate to hear him compare Lennon compare, but at that same age, there's a very good interview with Lennon from Rolling Stone, where at the end of his life, he had these really weird revelations about how it wasn't just the world that was fucked up, it was him, and he was a part of it, and he was growing older, and, she, and Patrice had that same thing, yeah. that same, you know, fuck you, be, kind of became like, eh, yeah, I'm a part of the problem too, and yeah, I didn't handle this well, and yeah, I should have done this, but, which I loved that he saw that, because, you know, it was it was... That to me was is normal that we we go through that. Yeah, we, I think, we feel that way. He said to me once that he he was sick and tired of going into these meetings or these rooms or, or these shows and feeling uncomfortable. He would rather make them yeah. feel uncomfortable first and watch them squirm than him squirm. You know what I mean? So it's like right. okay, uh, I get that because um, I think there's a there's a bunch of different ways to handle insecurity or being scared in this business because you walk into a festival or a room or a meeting and it's they're they're fucking kryptonite to me you know you go and you meet a bunch of agents it's like I don't know how to be in front of you because somehow you you work for me I'm the boss right. but I feel like you're the boss until I make money enough money for you to treat me the way I you should be treating me like as an equal or a, yeah. as your boss but he would walk in a room and fucking and just make you immediately feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So that he could watch you squirm. Yeah. Or you, there's people that actually just kiss ass and hey, oh my god, and yeah, and agree with people and go with that flow right. and climb that way 
but he was definitely not one of those guys. And it did, and it did I think, hurt him a it little bit. It hurt his progress, sure. Sure it did. I mean, he was such a great comic. But a lot of great comics are, you know, are, are awkward or uncomfortable people. I mean, let's be honest. You think Pryor was a treat on the set? <laughs> you know, he was horrible. You know what's funny is I remember uh, when... Um, What's his name? Uh, Louis came into the show once when you guys were back at the uh, K-Rock studios. And Patrice was on, and I was there. And, and Louis started talking, and Patrice started saying something, and he just cut Louis. And he's like, are you going to fucking just yap over me the whole fucking show? Louis said to Patrice. And I saw Patrice just shut up yeah, and back off and kind of slow down. I was, it was like, holy shit. I would expect, fuck you, motherfucker, you know, and snap him. But he was like, All right, he backed the fuck off. If you had a reasonable, Patrice loved to, as we all know, loved to debate. Like he enjoyed the argument, um, and he, and he would. Yeah. But he was he was great at explaining himself. Uh, he was great at making his point, even yeah. when you didn't agree with him. So I, I think if somebody reasonably said to him, like, you know, "Shut up, what are you doing?" <laughs> he was so he was smart enough to know that right. at times he was, you know, all right, yeah, I should shut up, you know. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. He was the, one of the greatest at having an argument. And the the this is why I like Patrice too is that he would admit when he's wrong. He would yeah. actually. You could change his mind if you made a point. Some guys you are, especially comics, you argue with. They will not. They're not listening. One is walking up the steps right now. By the way, <laughs> one the person we're talking about is walking up the steps right now. It's Keith. Yes. He's an unreasonable ass. <laughs> You hear him? Yes. <laughs> Keith is so afraid of, of not being known that he has to. He has to make. He, Keith comes in like a fucking like a hurricane of just noise. Yeah, I'm gonna get a banana. Do I'm starving. Yeah, that's what he's. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he. Patrice was one of those guys who actually would actually if you made a point. Uh, you know. And then he usually hang up on you after. Here yeah. he is, Keith Robinson. Yeah, we're just talking about being unreasonable. It's how yeah. perfect that you walked in. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about unreasonable comics that don't listen. Right. Sit wherever you want to sit. Right at the end, on the couch, wherever. All right, go around him, Kelly. Kelly. Let her, let her go around you. Keith Kelly Robinson. Yeah. You want Kelly out? Yeah. You tell her. Beat it. <laughs> so nice. I'm so, I'm so glad message. he made it here. She wrote a text message to me. Like I said, well, I'll be here a little later. Just, okay, mate. <laughs> oh, she's from Australia. I don't give a shit. This what do you is want not Australia. <laughs> this is McDougal <laughs> Street in a village. <laughs> really See does. you when you get there. It'll be just fine. He really does just prove a point, doesn't he? What? Unpleasant. From, if you do an hour special, it should be called Unpleasant from the get-go. <laughs> Actually, from the ghetto. <laughs> oh, sweet God. From the ghetto, it's pretty good. Thank you. There's uh, no more ghettos now. We were just talking about, uh, you know, Patrice. We were supposed to, first of all, there was supposed to be uh, Anthony Cumia. Colin Quinn was supposed to be. Rich Voss, too. I forgot Rich Voss canceled this morning. Did he? Yeah, Voss was supposed to be here. Colin was supposed to be here. And Anthony Cumia. And they all fucking... Uh, well, Colin yesterday at least did it. Um, last night, I called him. Voss canceled this morning. And Cumia canceled. Uh, we were supposed to be here, too. At one minute before two o'clock, so well, he's not going to. Voss had to have his teeth reset. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Voss cancel? I don't have no idea. He has a family thing. They all took. They all. First of all, they don't have to lie. They can just say no. I'm not a. I'm not a network. A maniac. I'm not a network TV show. It's a fucking podcast. Just say no. You have to come up with a stupid my family bullshit. But uh, he canceled because uh, he had a family something family. But oh. who's his family? <laughs> yeah, sorry, can't can't come in family shit. That's what he family said. Family shit. Yeah, family shit. Oh. 
Oh my god. Where's your garbage can, Bob? I'm throwing my banana out. Right on the Kelly. Just we, give it to me. Oh, yeah. yeah, there we it's go. Fine. Thank um, you, Mister. Yeah. So these are these are my actually my only two friends right here. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fresh off an airplane from Buffalo. Yeah, you came right here. Yeah. Oh. From yeah. Shitty Buffalo. What gig? No, I was just over in uh, this. Uh, what is it? I, it was in Canada, you but make, I had to go to Buffalo and this and that. It was you know. You're making us read your shirt. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I can't read actually. That's were you gambling or were you doing a gig? I was gambling and doing a gig, but you know when you gamble, sometimes, sometimes when you gamble, you you know you, it, what happens Holy is shit. when you gamble, it's a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that. Huh? Kelly, Holy how shit. much is he paying? <laughs> First of all, uh, he's got a wad of hundreds. Yeah, he's got a wad of hundreds. First of all, little Kev, Kev just gave me that. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Whatever he pays me, Listen will you me. pay me that to leave? Yes, I will. <laughs> I'll pay it. you to get the hell Keith, out of there. Little Kev took that wad out the same and gave it to Inger. Here, Kelly, keep 600 that. 600 bucks on the air. It was, it was so humiliating. Six. From, was, how much was it? Thousand. Was it? Yeah. He's Either. a piece of shit. Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I hid it in the house because I, I hope one day, like when his career fails... And I'm reading about him on the news, and he has no money. He's bankrupt, and his 14th wife, I'm going to give it back to him. Well, here you go, kid. Yeah, he wanted you to have $1,000. It was nice. Yeah, okay. I would love to have had $1,000. A nice thousand. I, I would, I would know you what take I would it? Like. Yes, I would. Write the back page. <laughs> That's hard. I, I woke up today, and it's like, you know, I'm trying to write something, and I just, I'm in a bed. I just start jerking off. I can't fucking stop, man. I, got, I, I literally just, I'm happy I had this, because it got me out of the house. I would have just the whole day would have been shot. How do you wake up and just jerk off right away? I'm too groggy. That's easy. Yeah. Too groggy you to should, jerk you, off. You don't have a you don't have a morning boner no more. You know what I usually have next to me? A wife. Yeah. <laughs> Two fucking little shih tzus. No, I'm not jerking off. The first thing I want to do is get out of that fucking bed. Go take a shit. <laughs> now morning jerk off are easier. You jerk off in the morning. What? First of all, you're not. It's not called jerking off with well, you. It's easy for me to say that. Do you diddle with yourself? Yeah. yeah. You diddle, is, you cl- is your pussy getting fat <laughs> now that you're gaining weight? Yep. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Let's not talk about it. Don't talk about fat pussies around Norton either. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's big. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was leading to. They'll attack you like a fucking silky terrier to a piece of bacon. <laughs> 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 he loves a fat pussy. Yes, I do. Uh, That's why I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Oh, boy. Is that the time? Oh, <laughs> uh, sweet heaven. I, uh... <laughs> That's a great one. Thank Fat you. pussy is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were, uh, we were talking about Patrice. I played his first uh, clip. And the reason why I love Patrice, he was like, he would walk, you know, even on his CD, he actually put in him just getting up there fucking with the crowd, talking to the crowd, who the fuck's in the crowd. He didn't just, you know, you have, you have the option of just going right into a joke when you put in a CD, but that's not the guy he was. When he went to a club, he looked in the front. He was a real funny person. It wasn't about the joke. Uh, it was a, you know, you get up there and just be funny. And yeah, you have your jokes, but even on a CD, he had a bunch of stuff that, just happened that one time and will never happen again. Right. It was funny as hell. I heard that one. It was pretty damn funny. You you listened to it? Yeah. Did you buy it? No. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> He's the only one that would bootleg his dead friend CD. <laughs> I got off Livewire. <laughs> yeah. He's still he still using fucking Napster. Yeah, Kazaa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got it off Napster. AOL. I'll pay for it. Is Kazaa still available or no? I don't know. I don't know. What I is Kazaa? Oh, you remember Kazaa? No, I haven't. But uh, um, my yeah, bootlegs we, are different now. <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, I'm going to play this real quick. This is his clip. Uh, this is his clip. Uh, it's called uh, Tolu. Oh, I love this one. 
know like how much people really know about like do you see my man what's your name bro Tolu <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be all brotherly but I'm like nigga Tolu <laughs> what you named after feet and a hula hoop thing like some goofy African name somebody named it my mother did that same stupid shit <laughs> That's what Patrice is. I would let me tell you something. You be watching. If it was up to one of my goofy ass eighty old aunts, I'd be Lamumba O'Neal up this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's went right through with it. Tulu, the <laughs> Tulu, the man with eight white friends. <laughs> Say Lulu or Tutu. Everyone calls me Tolu. <laughs> I hate that name. And you got the, the voice that go with it too. Tolu. Deep voice ass Tolu. And you sitting with a Ralph and a Brian and a Jimmy. And this nigga's Tolu. The great warrior. That works at a law firm. Tolu. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny, dude. Um, <laughs> what the, the funny thing was, <laughs> yeah. what did they name you after a foot and a hole? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: is that he, he, he put that on his fuck. I love that he put that on his CD because you never. That's something that that crowd had that night, and it's still funny. He that like. Comedy today, if you listen to a CD, it's joke, 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 50, an hour of fucking jokes. It's set up punch tag, and there's some type of formula in there, and it's funny. I'm not, I'm not giving it, but that's, that's a real comedy show. That's a, at a club. That's what, to me. It sounds what, like what I want to listen to, actually, and then I can still hear the jokes. That's, that's what comedy is to me. I can listen to that over and over again. Oh, that Tolo was hysterical. <laughs> he did the same thing on Elephant in the Room. Like, after like 10 minutes in, he Kelly, started to nobody hey, asked you. <laughs> listen. No, Do me a favor. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I'm really serious this time. Can you shut her mouth, please, Robert? Her and a fat pussy <laughs> telling her to shut her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was fat. Bobby said it was fat. Yeah, Norton, Norton, oh, down, uh, down, <laughs> Norton, down. His, his eyes just glazed uh, over. He really is like a vampire that hasn't fucking had blood in six weeks. <laughs> you prick your fingernail. <laughs> what were you saying, Kelly? No, in the room. The oh, fuck no. no, go ahead. Go. Nah, I want to hear it. You're wrong. What did she say? He did the same Shut thing. Shut your mouth. Boo. Inside the bitches. I can't believe you turned go on ahead. me, Norton. After all we've been through together, we've fat pussy. Come on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Come on, mate. I need two against two. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see you hook up with Norton. Yeah. Uh, take care for a steak dinner and then never talk to you again. <laughs> That's the way I like him. <laughs> Is that the way you like it? Oh, Jesus. Um, he... Uh, he, I, you know what I miss the most is his fucking dumb barbecues, man. Yeah, they were great. I love that because we never hang. We never, 
we're always on the road. Like back in the day when we were all kind of uh, doing shows together, when we were, you know, one was middle and one was head. We were doing colleges and shit like that. And doing, we, were, we were out every night together. We were at the Boston every night hanging out or at the cellar. And that doesn't happen anymore because we're all, you know, trying to fucking pay our mortgages and do our shows. And uh, those barbecues were, you know... Uh, that was our fucking the only time we actually all got together and and hung out as fucking friends, you know. And uh, he he put so much effort into those barbecues. I mean, he bought so much. He bought a thousand dollars worth of food and alcohol. It's like a Brazilian steakhouse. It was crazy. With all the meats. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, he was trying to be vegetarian and he was, uh, <laughs> had to cook all the meat and just look at it and hand it off. Give me that burger, dummy. <laughs> 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 Fucking jerk. <laughs> he was a, let me tell you something. He was a vegetarian until that day. And I remember him uh, fucking, Bobby, how's that? How's that skirt steak? I'm like, it's. F- the best skirt. Let me try a piece. I'm like, Figura, <laughs> shut your face. Give me the piece of <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's the one where you threw your fucking wicker hat into the barbecue. Oh, that was very satisfying. You stuck your voodoo hand right into the fire and pulled it out. <laughs> it hurt my feelings, man. That was my best hat. Yeah, I remember uh, he, would, he would call me up and he was like, dude, if you want to come by, come by. He was really weird with friends, too. Because he, you know, he, he would, you know, he would call the people that he wanted at the bar but it's like dude if you come by you come by he was insecure about it and then if you did come by i remember getting a phone call from him after and he was just bobby what's up man thank you really thank you for coming by my barbecue today i really appreciate that like nah dude i had a blast no i just want to let you know that i'm glad you you came by and uh it was a good time and i'm glad you had a good time and uh thank you and it was yeah like, he got offended if you didn't come or if you didn't let him know you couldn't come he was he would bother him yeah because it, it's like look i you know as your friends, we don't get to hang out a lot. And when you do set something up for your friends and you invite them and they blow you off, it is a fuck you. It is a fucking, you know, and I remember, oh, it was the best. I because think you're talking about yourself today, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. You know what? You invite them to a barbecue, a podcast. Podcast, barbecue. What's the difference? <laughs> Look, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't come in for my show either, but uh, that barbecue, I remember me and you used to go all the time together, yeah. and uh, and then you'd show up halfway, like a little bit like after it started for a while, and then you'd show up and ruin it. It was actually a nice civil barbecue until Keith Robinson showed up. The way Patrice's barbecue would work was that like as like 4.30 to 5 o'clock rolled around, all the black room guys would show up, and then the white people would get squeezed out. Yeah, I, well, no, we would get, we'd get squeezed out. We'd start nudging each other and kicking each other's feet under the table. I got a spot later. You want to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, 4th of July. Were you doing a spot? Yeah, we, uh, Keith would come in. Patrice would be cooking. He'd have a shirt on with just sauce and meat. That's all he have is a shirt with with slippers and no pants. Yeah, because he was cooking. And his remember his mother and his aunt and friends would be up in yeah, the hot. They never ever yeah. came the fuck out. They were upstairs. Uh, Vaughn would come out looking like you know just fucking going to a ball. You know what I mean? She was just gore like. Everybody's dressed in shorts. She'd walk out. You're like, who the fuck is that? And then there'd be a few uh, there'd be a few black people there that I didn't know. I didn't know who the fuck they were, but they were kind of in charge or something. In charge or something? What does that know. mean? I don't know. They were like, I think cousins or friends or something. Yeah, some people from Boston, maybe some, or just people you know. Yeah, people from Boston. Oh, you said people in charge. What yeah. You, oh. Don't get you heard the word black. Yeah, and you got offended. <laughs> Every, but you, Relax. You never say black right. You say it like it's black. Yeah, it's like. How do you say it right? 
You don't you don't say black. Oh, okay. There were some you, people there in charge. I think they were friends of Patrice. Yeah. But they were black. <laughs> yeah, he said black. <laughs> and then we'd hang out, we'd eat, and then you'd show up, and you'd just have that stupid face on, and you'd immediately start trashing everybody. Remember the remember the time you were trashing um, you were trashing all the black girls because Artie would show up. No, Will. Well, Will no. would show up with just a chain of. It's just a chain. No, I shouldn't use chain. A bunch of black. <laughs> just a boatload. No way, bro. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> a boatload. Uh, he would, a boatload of them. <laughs> he would come in with a lot of black girls, sexy girls. You guys, remember you trashed them for uh, looking uh, African black? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> yeah. The girl, remember though, the girls were showing up and she was like, ah, that. That bullshit's not in anymore. The uh, the African, they were, she was trying to look African with an afro. I forget. Man. Yeah, fuck Everybody it. forgets that horse shit, man. Let's talk about something else. What do y'all got? I remember the time we went to uh, stupid Amsterdam was probably one of the fucking. Those guys actually came to my show uh, at Gotham a couple weeks ago. The guys from Amsterdam, uh, me and him and uh, Patrice went to Amsterdam together. I know. And you didn't go. No, I know. That's why I said I know. Uh, we uh, remember me and Keith. Go, I got to the hotel and I was I was wa- I was fucking just waiting for Stupid to show up, and he finally came, and he came. He came in the lobby. He goes, "What's up?" And he put his. He goes, "Where can I leave these bags?" And he goes, "Where's the red light district?" And, Damn right. and he goes, "Let's go." Five seconds being in the hotel, being in the fucking country. We were, me and him were in the red light district, but we went to the wrong one. We went to the local one. There's the tourist one where the hot chicks are. We went to the local one with chicks with zits on their ass and their pussies like aren't shaven. And it's like next to a family restaurant. There's some dirty bitches in a fucking alley. Oh, wow. And, uh, Do they clean that up, by the way, now? Is it the same or no? I have no idea. I haven't been there. I haven't been in a while, but... I remember it was we we were it was I think it was two in the afternoon and we were balls deep, yep. me and you and uh, we swore it off that day. As soon as we went in, we swore it off. I said I'm done. I got it out of the way. For, what was it? Forty five minutes later, we were, <laughs> 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 who's that? Because <laughs> we I don't think we knew that it was like on air, how many women was were like over there. A local bodegas with with, with whores. Yeah, and you just come and go get a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. Yeah. Next thing you know. Yeah, Keith is gone for fucking an hour. Uh, <laughs> but were they all like condom only and like they're playing? That seems like it's it's probably an, an, an almost a, a medical experience because there's so many of them doing it with so many different people. They have it down to a science. It's such a job. It doesn't seem no. Like that everybody fun. can you can negotiate with any, anybody. Yeah, you know if they like you. You know. Yeah, you if gotta, you're if you're black. No, nah, if they like you, if they like you know how it goes, you know. They, yeah. they'll, they'll. Well, here's the Jim's thing. worried about not using a condom. Did it? Do they make you wear condoms? Yeah, Jim, <laughs> Jim, yeah, Jim wants. To, Jim is on search. Jim is in search of AIDS. <laughs> Jim at this uh, point voyage. is like he's just mad that why don't I have AIDS? <laughs> I should have it. He wants to. Get, he wants to lose that last ten pounds on his gut. <laughs> I think stupid has that super pill. That you take and the AIDS is gone. <laughs> Norton wants AIDS so bad. Do you have to wear condoms? Is that a fucking medical? Well, no, it's just that's a, not medical. That's but he was discussing. All right, it's probably no fun. <laughs> it's no fun. <laughs> Unless your life is in danger. <laughs> it's, no, it's no fun if you can't get herpes or AIDS. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you, if you might not make it out alive, that's, that's how you know it's a good time. <laughs> we we were uh, we were we me and him. Oh God, we went to so many places, and then Patrice come, rolls in that night. He came in late, right? And we went down. We had to go right to the show. That's that hotel we stayed in. Yeah, the cruddy hotel. Yeah. It was a, a boutique. They called it a boutique hotel, an artist hotel. And they, uh, the, we came in and then we did the show. And then after that, we went to the Red Light District. More And, whores. Ba- and Patrice, <laughs> Patrice went, he went into one and came out 15 minutes later. Well, he was sampling whores. He, he, he was, hold, right when he was yeah. about to come, he'd stop, pinch it off, and just go, I'm good, I'm leaving. And just walk the fuck out. And he's like, I didn't come yet. And he did like four bitches that way. Maybe yeah. five or six. He was going from place to place. He, he did the t- same thing in Brazil. The same. He's just not coming until he fucking got his fill of he taste addiction. Test, yeah, he taste tested all these bitches. Because I think it was- Like he was at a mall. It was 50 bucks a, <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. Right, American. Wow. At the time, it was 50 bucks a pop. And uh, yeah, he came out of every one. And at that point, we're like, well, fuck, can we just hurry up and come? And then I remember he went into one across the street. It was like an older- like a milfy Old, bitch. An older black woman. Yep. And he... Um, With soggy titties. I think that did it for him. <laughs> <laughs> she was like the least fucking attractive bitch he's been to. All of a sudden, you see her head stick out of the window, and she's got like sweat, and her hair was kind of greasy, and she turned her sign around to closed. She just turned, and then he comes out, he goes, boom! He, he did it. He fucking busted his nut with that saggy old bitch. Uh, that was fucking fun, man. Who was the chick he met in Amsterdam we stayed in touch with for a long time he was in love with this girl i know oh uh, we went to the that's that's she a, wasn't a hooker though right no. no she was a regular square but she uh curly haired bitch she was, she was hot sexy. sexy ass girl yeah i remember we, he made he made me go dancing with him after the show he was like let's go we went to that club with the we went to the, 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 the girl yeah remember the club with, and then the girl the famous singer came out but it wasn't her it was a what the fuck was her name who was the black uh, black. There we go again. I'm sorry. <laughs> African American pop singer. That's she her. wasn't pop. She was black. She wore the big <laughs> thing on her head. Black people can. Grace Jones. Pop. No. Grace Slick. Jesus. Oh, uh, I remember that. Whitney Houston. <laughs> that's when Patrice. Me and Patrice were on the dance floor and we danced. Oh, me and him. God. It was the. It was the weird because Patrice just started dancing with me, and he was dancing to the music, <laughs> and I started. <laughs> But you I were started dancing too, and it was the most. Un- we were all just dancing on the floor. But you were six pack Bob then. You I was six pack. pack. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was fucking shredded. shredded, shredded. But I was still banging whores. That's what a fucking addict I am. I could have met chicks, <laughs> that, but I would wake up. They'd sleep until five every day. I woke up at like ten and walked around. Went to you know flea markets. I bought wooden shoes. I bought a beret. I'd have coffee because I think Bob was thinking about being gay. <laughs> 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 He was really shopping for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, Until he turned fat. <laughs> that changed Bob. Yeah. While you guys, while he said he was out getting coffee, that's when he was getting all the dick. That's when he was going to all those other ones. <laughs> Fucking gobbling cock. Yeah, dude, I had a cup of coffee. Yeah. Coffee, yeah. He's got, he's got a beret and a cum stain on his shirt. <laughs> I remember. I, uh, yeah, you call me Bobby, uh, what, Dutch Bob. Because I call me Dutch Bob because I was out every day doing shit seeing the country and you guys were just sleeping that's what you call it (laughs) you guys kept throwing you kept throwing the money away Uh, fuck this country there's change seeing a guy's cock behind a dumpster is not (laughs) seeing the country (laughs) I uh and then we we got to that hotel they changed the hotel to this fucking cheap hotel and I um it was a square room 
two metal bunk beds, a folding metal table in the middle of the room, and a, a sh- just a, a, a shower. It was a bathroom with square box with a toilet and a shower. Like you no stayed? no tub. Well, they fucking snapped. I look. I, I I was fascinated at that point in my career. I couldn't believe somebody was paying for my flight in my hotel. How far were you from the red light district? You. Oh, well, it was. We had one window. It was a foot by a foot. And you could open it up into an alley. So if you open the window, guys would come up to the window and thinking it was we were hookers. They'd walk up to the window and be like, hello? Yeah, we were in the red light district. We were in literally oh. right in the fucking red light district. So as a creep, too, I liked it. I was like, let's just stay here. We're right here. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? And, and he was like, well, I'm on the phone with a guy. He goes, I have a hotel. It's way in the country. It's an hour away. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to stay an hour away. I want to... St- I want to walk around. I want to be right in the mix. And um, they were like, fuck you. We're out. We're out of here. We're so going. you guys, how far was it? I stayed. About 15, 20 minutes. Yeah? Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> that idiot with his blouse on. What, he got a deal. What, 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 was, what was the hotel? What was the hotel? How? Oh, I forget what it was. Just it, it was a duplex. It was one of it the was greatest hotels. Literally, they had a, like a, a pond in the back with ducks. Ducks and, and uh, me and Patrice never got along so good. I think they had a piano, like a baby. I'm like, you can have the bed, Patrice. No, keep you taking it. No, no. You I'm shared good. a fucking room. No, no, no. It was a, I just was slept a, upstairs and downstairs. Oh, oh. There was a oh, duplex. duplex I see. Yeah, there was a downstairs and there was an upstairs. There was a kitchen. It was fucking, you know, insane. Oh. It was an insane hotel room, and uh, I was in. A, it was literally a prison cell he in an alley, sleeping. You had to leave computer. my key at the front. At the front of when you leave, you have to give your key to the guy at the front. Or you drop it in a bucket. You drop it in a bucket. A did wooden you, key. Did you have a? Uh, did you have room service in your place? Uh, it was just we had whatever we needed. It was beautiful, big <laughs> conference table. We're sitting there, man. Patrice having a nice sweet breakfast. Watch stupid stairs shaking on top of his computer. <laughs> Hopefully nobody steals it. <laughs> it was a bad. Did it you was, try to get how how long how long did you have to be? In well, there? here's what happened: is they came, they went out after the. Sh- after that show that night, we hung out. They went back to that hotel, and um, I didn't see them. I didn't know what kind of hotel it was, and I I was like, fuck them, hour away. They're fucked, some shitty hotel. They pulled up uh, in the uh, with the van to get me, and I had fucked up because I had bought uh, polyester pants, black pants, <laughs> and I had a black shirt. I had a black polyester shirt, um, and... It looked good, like you know, but I, I didn't try the pants on. I knew they were my size, but they were bell bottoms. Oh man! So I walked out. I didn't know they were bell bottoms. Like I, I didn't know. So I walked out. It looked like I was wearing a fucking evening gown because it was all black, and they swooshed out at the bottom. Oh, hello, Sailor. And they, I walked out, and I took a pounding. I had no other clothes. I had nothing else. This is, you know what I mean. This is it. And I, I just kind of was like, all right, I guess this is all right. I walked out, and they smashed me for an hour the guy Franz who was not even friendly or not even like laughing he pulled the car he had to pull the car off the side of the road because he was laughing so hard at the smashing I was getting because they were like Bob got raped Bob, Bob got Bob somebody's bitch Bob, Bob's wearing a fucking dress he's wearing an evening gown he's gonna they smashed me for, and it, it, I was I remember just looking out the window and trying not to cry like because it hurt so bad because I now because now I had to go do a show. We were going out. We had two shows. I think it was like a Saturday night. We were out for the night, and I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> and I was so sad. And I had nobody. And they were in the, They were like, our hotel's the shit, motherfucker. And I was stuck. Why didn't you just move rooms? 
We said, Bob, you want to come with us? He said, yeah. We're like, no. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let me go. They made me stay in the shit hotel for the rest of the week. It was fucking, it, it was, uh, <coughs> you would have liked it. I mean, you would have hated the room, but you would have liked it because you were right. Yeah. I mean, right after the show, I was in the dirt. I, I would have taken a nice hotel, though. He would have He would definitely uh, took yeah. a nice hotel. I need, I need accommodations that yeah, are acceptable these, for a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> these accommodations. A metal bunk bed. Honestly, God. A big metal. I was so infuriated. The, those two guys was uh, I was I was just pacing back and forth like fuck this yeah. place I'm not this is they said well to get the, we had the maid to come past to change the towels but then it looked like they changed towels here you yeah. fucking I was just I, cursing does a bad me. hotel room make you angry oh, it drives makes me, me nuts fear. Uh. <laughs> I can't do it I can't do it a horrible hotel I can't stay still I get I, I'm just oh my god I hate it now but I I, I kind of I took that from you guys. Because I, I when, when you first start doing comedy and somebody actually pays for your flight and hotel, I could I, that that was just ridiculous to me. I'll tell you who ruined me was Dice because just opening for him, you stayed in the same hotel and they were all five star hotels. And I, after that, I'm like, how do you go back to these fucking dog shit hotels? Right. You know, they're just regular rooms, but you're in the fucking San Francisco Ritz Carlton. Like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go back to a fucking uh, a comedy condo. I can't comedy do it. Condo one oh. of those uh, motels. I seen a like a prostitute fist fighting her, her pimp <laughs> outside my window. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Yeah, uh, I was in a hotel and there's blood on the sheets. Oh man, like drops of blood. <laughs> it was just like, dude, I called down the front. I go, there's blood on the sheets. She goes, you want to change rooms? And I go, no, this fucking, someone might have been murdered. There's like, there's blood on my sheets. I just check, I do what Quinn does now. I just check myself out, find a hotel in the area and just check myself into that. Do you? Yeah, that's what Quinn does. He taught me that like five years ago. He would just go in. If it didn't, if it wasn't good, he'd check himself off. Wouldn't tell the club either. So when they were looking for him to pick him up, he'd be like, I'm over here now. Cause that hotel fucking blows. And then they just pick, they just take it. They pick it up. Yeah, I did that a couple times. It works. But. I did that in Montreal recently. I had a meltdown when I got there, and that fucking piece of shit Hilton, which I never stay in, that they it's have in the Hyatt. <clears throat> they had a strike, a food worker strike. So you couldn't get room, sir. I was, I was out of my fucking mind. I noticed. Yeah. I was there. Oh, I went nuts, and I fucking uh, I made them put me in the Intercontinental, and they were actually the, the hotel manager was very nice. But if you act like you're having a meltdown, they'll move you. It was fucking unacceptable. I like the Hyatt. It sucks. It stinks. Does it? That's yeah, terrible. Stinks. The Hyatts have finished. They're like 90. Yeah, they room service till 10. <laughs> Fuck you. What do you want? 24-hour room service? Yes. 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 <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you yesing? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm corporate Kelly. We work Green late. Ladies. We're back at one o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get a Caesar salad with some chicken. Uh, the la the last side. thing I need is fucking twenty-four uh, hour room service. No, I don't I, need I don't need cookies on demand. No, you get a salad though. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that works. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. No, you're right. I have willpower at two in the morning when I'm fucking have... lonely. I already jerked off twice and there's nothing on TV. Yeah, <laughs> I look down. There's a fucking I can order fucking nineteen cookies and a fucking thing of um, lobster mac and cheese. Go fuck yourself. I'm staying at a Hyatt where it's over at 11 and I have nothing. Hyatts are terrible. Uh, yeah, they've, they've become... I don't mind shit. it. I, I, if, if the TV is square, I'm out. If it's... if it's, What are you doing? <laughs> Tube TV, you mean? What are you doing? I'm just looking at your cheat thing. I didn't mean to... What are you doing? I'm, just, I'm looking at one of your cheat things, but I, I had to snap it out of the rubber band because they're all rubber banded in. I just oh. looked at it. All right. Why don't you leave stuff alone? Mind <laughs> your business. <laughs> fucking stack Stop smelling shit, too. Uh, you really are a fucking little serial killer, a little mini serial killer. 
You like to smell things. If you had more strength, I bet you'd kill girls. <laughs> You're just worried about getting your ass kicked by the first victim. <laughs> um, so anyways. So yeah, this was supposed to be a uh, tribute to Patrice. We got to do it again. Let's face facts. Yeah, we don't, man. Yeah, it we're doesn't. doing a nice tribute on Tuesday night. We'll do well, it. Yeah. well, well we Tuesday one, night as was... of this airing, it was good. So hopefully it was really good. It wasn't a big fire. Oh, Jesus. Killed us all. It was uh <laughs> it's going to be a great night. And 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 I love I like I talked to uh Georgia and it's you know, sh- it's 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 going to be a fun night. It's not a night of sadness. But um, you know, it hasn't gotten any really easier for me though, as far as missing them. You know, I don't. I know. I, I, I think it's obvious to say, I guess, but it actually got worse. You know, because I, I got. I went to call him uh, a month ago. I was on the road and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta." And I and I was like, "I still have his number in my phone." So do I. For some strange reason, I said, "I." I you know, I don't know. It's weird. I can't delete it. Yeah, I don't. I don't delete it. I'm like, why don't I delete this damn number? I can't. I still have Manny's number in my fucking phone. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. I don't delete dead friends. Yeah. I don't know why. They, you can't. It's just, it's, 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 it's actually, there's something about it that's, you know, it's cold it's and it's too a, final. It's, 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 it's done. You're done. Yeah. You're moving on and, uh, you know. It, right, how many dead just, friends do you have on your phone? Oh, dude, Mike DiStefano. Mike, Greg, Manny, uh, Geraldo, yeah. uh, and Patrice. I don't know if I still have Geraldo. So you guys are hoarders. Yeah, we, we hoard dead people's <laughs> fucking numbers. <laughs> Creepy. I'm going to take them all off right now. No, you're not. No, yeah, there's no no, reason. I did do it. You're going to take Patrice off? Why not? There's no reason to have him on my phone. Really? Yeah, he's dead. I don't need that to be cold either. I love Patrice, but it's like, why, why am I doing that? It's silly to have dead people on my phone. Try calling. Well, why first. don't you just do that though in the comfort of your house? Yeah. Why do you gotta do air. it on air and make? You don't us have to make a decision now. Because now, because now I won't. Uh, ah. I won't do it later. Well, we'll remind <laughs> yeah. you. We'll remind you. I'll have you. Kelly call you <laughs> and remind you. I'll have fat pussy lips call you. You know what? He's not even in my phone. <laughs> really? No. Um, you probably weren't even friends with Patrice. I, I, I met him. I, I opened for him once in Cincinnati. <laughs> he took a liking to me. No, you know what it is? I've lost a lot of numbers. Uh, Something's wrong with my phone, and I wonder if I lost his number. Wow. Um, I got it. I can't delete it. I can't I don't do have it. Greg either. I can't do it. I, uh... And I remember, I remember when he first moved to the city. How did Keith, how did you meet him? When you jackasses came to uh, New York. What do you mean? You, stupid Dane, <laughs> uh, Patrice... Y'all came to New York, and I see this, you know, kid up, you know, and the black guys. My job to know who the black guys were coming in at. Right. And then I said, "Yo, you need a ride to the bus stop." Took him to the bus. Told Vermont. I had Vermont to Harris oh, with Vermont. me at the time. Right. I said, "Vermont, take him to the bus stop." And Truth's like, "God damn, this cocksucker kid has got me. Make him take me to the bus stop." And then we started hanging out from there and hanging out, and then that was that. How do you, how do he move in with you though? It's my job, man. What do you mean? I keep, if black, I'm like the Harriet Tugman of uh, black comics. <laughs> the who? No, not, yeah, Harriet Tugman. Oh, shit. It sucks that you got to really be on point with, like, names with him. Cause yeah, he, no, no, he's right. The black guy just said Harriet Tugman. That's right. The black guy. Is it? Well, I don't know. I'm like, well, no. what are you saying, man? Is it guy, Norton? Just no. guy had Norton. No, he's right. No, just no, guy you had. just make it's it. Harriet Tugman. Harriet Tugman, yeah. 
Norton is just a fucking what a piece of shit. I'll tell you what Norton is. He's an edgy nerd that fucking made it. <laughs> Norton is a guy we sh- we took his lunch money, but now he's got it over us because he knows no, he's no, no, more no. intelligent. You didn't just take Norton's facts. lunch money. There were other things yeah, that you took from exactly. Norton. Yeah, yeah. My lunch, <laughs> ate the tray. <laughs> no, but it's not. These are not major. Because before he was talking, I said was, Rosie O'Donnell. He said Rosie O'Donnell. And I'm like, Jesus, how do I not address that? Yeah, but who cares? Do you care? No, I really don't. Yeah, don't. I, don't, I no. didn't notice the difference what he said. He said Rosie O'Donnell. I don't give a shit either. No, Norton Harry, Harry but Norton fine. cares about that. Norton's a fucking... Uh, I thought he said Harriet Tubman. No, stupid. I never said Tubman. That's because you were looking at me when but, he said... But he said Harriet Tubman. Nothing? Oh, God. You stink. Why did you just stop that just for that? Because <laughs> you just said that you were the Harriet... Listen, Tugman. listen. <laughs> you gave it awful. How do I not stop it? Listen, Norton likes to correct people. That's yes. his thing. That's not true. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Norton, you just you're did. corrected. Just, yeah. <laughs> Norton, Norton is a corrector. That's what he likes. He he's a he's like a little fun fact guy. He likes to know shit. When someone says something wrong, he. His little dink gets hard. His eyes open wide, and he goes, "What? What's that?" And then he makes you say it again, so you can fuck it up again. And then you get nervous, and you try to, I don't, oh, I don't know. And then you fuck, and he goes, Ugh. and then he'll say. Then as you're doing that, he's thinking of some some sentence to smash you with. Then he gets you, and then he just goes away. That's his thing. Well, it's with glaring errors. It's not glaring. Rosie O'Donnell is not glaring. It is. No, it's not. To any, not, not to anybody without ears. It's not. If you have ears, it's a glaring. Nobody would have fucking everybody. everybody would have caught when that. Nobody you, would have caught when, that. When did you become gnome? But <laughs> yeah, you really are just a fucking old <laughs> Jew. You guys aren't gonna sh- you're not gonna shame me into wanting correct correct you names. You are. You're just an old little fucking Hey, hey Lenny Marcus, yeah. shut your fucking mouth. Lenny Marcus is dumb too. You think he's got a Jewish with glasses? He's smart. Lenny's a fool. I play words with friends with him. Um, no, you, that's what Norton is. Words with friends. Words with you know, friends. You, you, listen, listen, <laughs> it should be just called it should be just called words with you because you have no friends. Uh, words with nerds, you stink. Well, you, I play, I play words with friends. Uh, if we had a time machine, we just go back and punch him in his stupid thick glasses. He plays. I'm just, I don't like uh, when yeah, people you fucking you and your cowlicks. You're making <laughs> fucking. We take a shit on your shitty hair. Uh, we fucking he, kick he, you right in your book bag. You Jim fucking started. homo. <laughs> the two dummies in the class are not going to team up on the guy who corrected them. Uh, you know what we should do? You're not going to bully me out of correcting uh, you. We should. We should beat him up and take his wallet. <laughs> he plays Scrabble with trannies. Take, <laughs> take his car keys and throw them out the window. <laughs> All right, so I, I apologize for interrupting you. You were saying that uh, you're the Harry, no, you Harry Tugman guy. I didn't guy. say anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't say Tugman. I didn't say that. What's that? I didn't say what you just said. Harry Tugman, you did. No, I didn't. That's... You didn't say. You, I said I'm the so Cicely Tyson. <laughs> That's better. Okay, so how did, how did he, how did he move? <laughs> how did he move in with you? I uh, needed a place. He wanted to come to New York, like all you guys did. Yeah. You were still getting on a bus, I believe, coming from Boston wow. at the time. I was still coming on a bus, yeah. Yeah. So Patrice decided he, you know, so he moved into my kitchen. He did. He yeah. fucking moved. Do, do you ever go to his house when Patrice lived there in Woodbridge? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I went in though. You actually. Made a wall made in a your wall. kitchen, but you said this little tiny space. We had four roommates, nine hundred a month, and couldn't pay the rent. <laughs> it was nine hundred a month total. Total. And you had four guys, and you still couldn't pay the rent. Still, still. Oh, How long did you live in them for? Maybe uh, two years. 
Yeah. Two years you lived with yeah. him. Yeah, I remember going over there. I remember that was the first road gig I did with you. Yeah. I slept over your house. Stupid was there. And then uh, we played Tomb Raider all night. And then we got like maybe 40 Tekken. minutes sleep. And then we, we had to fucking start your stupid shitbox car that wouldn't start. You had to like punch the side and then piss on the fucking engine and it started. <laughs> and then we drove all the way to the airport and I forgot my ID. Wow. Remember that? We had to go all the way to uh, 97th and Lex to get my ID and Who go did back. did that for you? Yeah. Keith. Keith. Uh-huh. Keith. He drove, you drove him back. And, yeah. Were you a flight to catch? Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the difference. That's why Keith, he doesn't crack under pressure with that shit. If it was you, if it was Norton or even me, oh, the fuck, he would have broke a horn and bit a fucking tire off. <laughs> he would have left me. Norton would have told me, yeah, get a cab, get a cab, and left. I would have. I would have said, go get your ID and come back, and I'll, I'll be, meet in the lounge. I'm relaxing. <laughs> I'm going to have some cheese and crackers in the first class lounge. And I would have said, I'm not, I can't get in the first class lounge. Get your ID. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, how long have you been in that first class lounge, man? A couple years. A few years, yeah, not long. Yeah. Oh, okay. About five, four years. Well, yeah, plus it's frequent flyer stuff. Yeah, I didn't like that though. Me Why? and Bob had to sit next to each other going to Brazil, uh, while you and Patrice had sweet seats. Me and Patrice flew first class because me and Patrice upgraded. We bought. I paid. I bought a high coach ticket for Brazil, but then upgraded with miles. We did. I didn't buy a first class ticket. Neither did Patrice. We uh, we just flew uh, in a more expensive coach ticket plus an upgrade with with a lot like a hundred thousand miles. Well, that fucking trip too. I didn't give a fuck. I was so excited to go. I remember when we got off the plane. I was so nervous about getting killed. I was so paranoid of getting killed and or kidnapped or beat up or robbed. From the second we landed. I was on a flight. I wasn't worried about getting killed, but I was, you know, religious kind of dude. So I was trying to fool God and saying I wasn't really going to buy too many prostitutes. I thought in my head, I was like, hey, I'm just going to go out there and hang out with my friends. <laughs> it was like, as soon as we hit the, the ground, prostitute all, you know. Barring all the other evil shit that we did there, it was probably one of the best times I've had as a, as a comic with comic friends. It was fun. It was I didn't have a laugh that I mean I don't see comics doing that I mean what comics get together and vacation together we, 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 what comics get together and go to a third world country to get prostitutes together <laughs> <laughs> what, what comics go to a ghetto and take advantage of their poverty by fucking their women in the mouth and ass <laughs> and Patrice is there's, there's trying to get words to say to the, uh, to oh, the prostitute I hated his stupid uh, hey, touch his big dumb nose uh, hey, uh, help me um, yeah. um, obrigado. Um, safado. That big, uh, big, long pointing finger. Uh, uh, made me so happy when he almost got shanked by that fucking Brazilian I guy. That. Yeah, because he 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 was he had nineteen kids around him. He's feeding children. I told y'all get rid of the damn kids. Uh, he, he, uh, he point yeah with that big finger. He point the little kid. Come here. What do you want? What do you want? Oh, the, 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 the. What, what is he saying? They go to a, he says he wants a chicken. Yeah, I get him chicken. Like he's a fucking. You got fucking eighty five hundred dollars in the bank, you fat fuck. Stop acting like you're Don Juan. You like you have millions. Like you own this country. <laughs> fucking fucking cocksucker. <laughs> you're, I'm not. You're, I'm, you're right. 
<laughs> no, it's funny that you mentioned the billionaire Don Juan. <laughs> no, he was a. I meant him as a lover. Stupid. <laughs> that didn't mean he was a billionaire. I didn't mean it money wise. Don Juan was a fucking lover. I know. Stupid. See how he corrects people on everything. He's not even listening for the conversation. He's really just playing words with friends in his head all the time. I'm trying I, to attack your two dumb friends. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, yeah, I remember. And then he, the little kids watch. The money you're pulling out of your pocket, when you come out, how much you got, and then they tell the older kids, and then the older kids fucking try to get you. And I remember that night, I'm walking with him from Club Help A, oh, yeah. and it was two blocks back to the Hawthorne. Was it even two blocks? It was, like a, it was Maybe really a block. close. Maybe a block. And I remember uh, Patrice was got sick of the little kid. The little kid wanted something, and he's like, ah, man, beat it. And he, the little kid was like, beat it? Okay. And he went right over to the fucking one of those... Brazilian jiu-jitsu fucking favela dudes with a scar on his mouth and a tattoo on his fucking eyelid. And he went, He started doing that shit. Like, all you could hear was Americano. And he was spitting. And he was walking behind us. Trying to get... And Patrice was like, Ah, shit. And I'm like, Just keep walking. Don't look back. We're almost there. And I remember there's three security guards in front of the orthon. And my heart's pumping out of my chest. (laughs) And we'll walk. And Patrice walks slow as shit. I can put up an, you know, I can put up a nice fucking white guy. Fucking, I was in, I was yeah. in shape then too. Let's get to the hotel. But that slow motherfucker had a, you know, fucking just pace himself back to the hotel. No, do you know why that? You know why I remember that night. One of the reasons that happened was because he. There was one older kid who he didn't want to give money to. It was, it was a weird thing. Like. Patrice didn't like one of the kids. He was like, not you. Like He thought that the guy was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. And that was like the, the guy that got someone to come back. It was a really weird thing. Like he 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 thought one kid was getting the other kids to do something. Yeah. Those damn kids though. That job is it get you to get that money. I sort of they count what money you oh, got sure, and all yeah. that. So they they come and ask you either way. Yeah, but none of us knew that. And he uh, he saw these little kids and Patrice. You know, in his heart, is a fucking good guy. Yeah, and he's just paid for cokes. He gave him cokes and chicken. Yeah. Adriano was the kid. I remember his name. Yeah, yeah they, I would they, tell those kids to hit the road, beat it. Well, as soon as you left, this is what was freaked me out. As soon as you left the um, club help or the cafe at night, you'd be attacked by children and mothers with babies for money. And remember, remember, you walk into the cab, and it was just they would swarm over the cab. And it was it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you got to run, get in the cab. (laughs) If you offended any of them, you're fucked. Because now the older kids are going to come over. And but go, they're also used to people saying no and ignoring them. There was a way just to go like, no, 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 not right now. I don't have it. But, you know, you had to be careful the way you did it. You had to be real careful. That was, in, that was like the night when he, um, you know, we had that rule. Don't Nobody in the car. We, you know, you put the girl. If you're going to get a girl, you put her in another car. And she wouldn't go. And he no. threw her in the back seat with me. I'm but alone. Patricky, no. Patricky. No, Patricky. I don't <laughs> want to go without you, Patricky. <laughs> me, Sabah, Cap is you. <laughs> oh, God. And I remember him. Shit, just go in the cab. Oh, Patrice. Oh, <laughs> All right, come here. Bobby, move over. No, Patrice, no. Bobby, move the fuck over. <laughs> oh, Patrice. And she sat next to me. I'm like, what? Was screaming at him. He's like, literally, just shut the fuck up, Bobby. Who? And he goes, Bobby, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've never seen him scream at anybody like that. He was so fucking mad. And I was so mad at him. I wanted to fucking fight him. <laughs> this bitch is next to me. She looks shady. He was one of, you know, Patrice always picked those shady looking ones <laughs> with like a scar, mm. you know, like her fucking elbows were dirty. 
Yeah, I had dirty elbows. And then <laughs> that fat butt's made up for. <laughs> and then we, we, I remember I fucking literally five minutes down the road, roadblock cops uh-huh. pulled us over, and he was like, oh, "Fuck." And I was like, see, see, I'm just in the back being a cunt. You fuck, see, see. And then they pulled us hey, out. Bob, just got out of the car. <laughs> they said, he had money in his hand. I had a thousand, I had a thousand, this is what happened. And they just, didn't take it, right? I had a thousand real. And I was, and I didn't have money back then. You guys all were making uh, more money than me. You guys were all on tough crowd. I didn't have, the cash that I had was the cash I had. You know, <sighs> so I was fucking panicking. Like this money meant a lot to me, and if I lost it, and I had like thousand real in my pocket, I just got out of some ATM that night, and they pulled us over, and I'm like, my money's gone. They're taking my money. I'm done. I got no more money. Think he's speaking Spanish. I tried to assimilate. <laughs> you want to correct that word? Okay. Want to no. fucking Google that? No, I, you got the first three letters right. I, I tried to assimilate. <laughs> <laughs> look at that evil laugh right there. Uh, well, she look. She's she's a fucking climber. She'll fuck, if, if Norton if Norton fucking said you want to come on the show, she'd fucking stop this show in a second. Um, never do that. <laughs> so I get out of the car and I'm panicking. I had a hat. I remember I had all these pockets and I had a hat. And they went through Patrice. And the cops had they had their, they had their guns, they had their guns out. But not only their guns out, they had the machine guns and they had their fingers on the fucking trigger. You, that's like rule one when you have a gun. You keep your finger flat. You don't, you don't put your finger on the trigger just in case. They had their fingers on the trigger. And then that main cop, it was those cops, with, you know, the uniforms were from, you know, Libya. You know, like fucking nine stars and yeah. a fucking big hat. And he kept touching me, uh, duh, 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 and saying, and I kept see, see, he was just saying, see. see, like he was in Mexico. I was like, see, see? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> see, I kept going, see, and I did it with an accent too. <laughs> I was going, see, because <laughs> I was. Man, the trees start rolling. This is what you hear. This is all I hear on my forty-fifth C. Because he kept. <laughs> He kept making me take shit out of my pockets and turn around. I was like, see, see, see. and then yeah, yeah. I went, see. <laughs> they had guns. They had guns to them, and they're like, their heads are down, and they start fucking cracking. <coughs> and I'm so scared. I see, and he goes, he taps my pocket with the money, and I went, oh, see. <laughs> and I put the money in the hat on the back of the car. And I'm just like almost crying. Uh, and then they, they finally, they, they let us go. I got to keep my money. I don't know how that happened. We get back in the car. And then that's when you guys were like, Patrice went, Bobby, if you said see one more fucking time, I was going to get shot. Because <laughs> I was going to start going, you fucking cocksucker. Did the girl yeah. go back with you? Yeah, she went back uh, with Patrice. Yeah, uh, Patrice did. You know that girl. What was her name? He was in love with that girl. I remember, yeah, she, she, he would, yeah, Patrice, he, he wouldn't like, his girls were his girls. <laughs> remember that? He wouldn't, she, I remember walking through the airport with him hearing his little fucking dildo bag clanging together. <laughs> cling, cling. Remember he had a, a yeah, duffel bag full of fucking glass dildos. Yeah, humiliating. And Brookstone's <laughs> foot massages. <laughs> and that's, the, I, I found a photo. Oh, what a photo. It's Patrice with the girl on the bed. And he's got the fucking massager in one hand, and he's holding up his big, long fucking Patrice finger in the other. He's teaching us. 
We call him Dr. Dildo. You, Dr. Dildo. And you see dumb Norton, <laughs> like an apparition, in the, yeah. on his knees in the background. Just And my ooh. eyes are all red for the photo. <laughs> I look like a creep. And he's just paying attention. Because <laughs> learning my lesson. And the girl is cracking the fuck up because he just made her have an orgasm. And this is a prostitute. He just made her blow a nut. And she flipped out. I remember she just remember she yeah. just she was laughing so hard because she came and it was he was so right on with what he was doing and we were all just in there paying attention to Doctor Dildo and I got a oh, what a great photo of Norton just on his knees paying attention. And, I gotta see that. Ah, oh, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, my eyes are really red. I look even creepier because my eyes the the fucking red eye is just gross. It was so funny because remember Norton would show up as soon as the sun went behind the favelas, <laughs> fucking Captain fucking Narat. Yeah, no, would come out with his Aussie shirt and his fucking his half jeans, <laughs> his fucking fat white calves. <laughs> yeah, uh, you wouldn't see him. We'd be out all day long, all fucking day. We'd be out at the pool playing tennis, right. and you wouldn't see Norton. And as soon as that sun went behind that fucking mountain, <laughs> fucking Nosferatu would come out. I think Ooh. I was sleeping, right? I was in bed all day. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't come out at all. Me and Keith were working out. Remember, we were killing it. Yeah, we were working out. That's when we moved over to the Sheridan too. I like the Orthon. I like the, the Sheridan better. I, I was more. I was it was right, the Favillas was right there. You can have yeah, gunshots. They wouldn't bother you. They, they, like, they never came into the hotel. That was actually not a bad favela, and the, everybody that worked at that hotel lived in that favela. Oh, did they? I talked to all the uh, yeah, because I wanted to. You know me. I got a fucking so people Bob Travel Channel Bob. I got a fucking <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were like, no, I live right there. Yeah, they all live in there, and uh, yeah, I remember that's when we got sick. When Patrice got sick, we got the flu. Remember that? No, we, we had everything. I got very sick when we were leaving. I, the crud. I thought I almost threw up in the customs line on the floor. I'm like, I'm going to vomit. Where was that? Is that the crud is from Iraq? Oh, no, no, it's from the Brazil, from the hookers, from kissing them. I almost, yeah. whatever it what? was, I got. Yeah. That's where we were calling it back then. Well, the crud, they call the crud is, is the disease you get in Iraq because in the air, all the sand in the air. Oh. If you take a photo in Iraq and you'll see, it looks like little sparkles, that's sand because there's so much sand around and people burn the trash and their shit and all that. So that gets in the air. Oh. And when you go over there, I got it. I got a sinus infection. It's called the crud. Oh, okay. um, but in Brazil. We were calling it that for some reason in Brazil. Might have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called, we called it the Brazilian AIDS because Patrice got sick, you got sick, I got sick. We all had, we wanted to get penicillin. That's yep. all we did. Yeah. We, we either got burned or got fucking just a cold. But I got it at Mipataka the morning we were flying out. Yeah. We were eating breakfast. I'm like, I'm going to fucking vomit. I got horribly sick. Yeah. I didn't puke, but online, we're waiting to get on. I'm like, I'm going to throw up on the floor. There's no way. And I, and I didn't. I had to go to the Cleveland Improv to middle. I was middling. For Joey Cola, and I remember I got there. I was at the I was at the uh, fucking shitty, shitty Cleveland Improv uh, condo. Oh, that horrible! Oh, condo. I, I went there. I had I was shivering. I had a fever. I had the shakes. I was sweating. I didn't know what was, and I just got. I'm like, I'm dying of AIDS. I just got. I got AIDS in Brazil, and I'm gonna die in Cleveland, which is just fucking sad. And uh, Cola, I remember he got me all this. He, he's a sweet sweetheart. Yeah. He went and got me all this stuff at the pharmacy, and I had a sweat. I was I, I would go and do the show because I couldn't not do it. I needed the money because all my fucking money was gone. <laughs> and I remember I was just shaking on stage trying to get through my fucking twenty minutes. And um, but yeah, I got real sick in Brazil. But that didn't stop me from going back. <laughs> well, liked- I went twice. You went three times, right? Yeah. Patrice liked Joey too. Cola. He did. He respected Joey Cola. Yeah. 
I love Joey Cola because he was uh, tr- true. But he was a he was such a headliner. Like he didn't give a fuck <clears throat> how hard you killed in the man. Patrice went on the same show with Joey. I gave it. I gave it as best as I could. I'm breathing. Patrice gave it all he could, and Joey gave us a good pat on the head, <laughs> and, and like within. Five minutes, they never knew we were on stage. He, he <laughs> fucking could care less how hard you killed him in front of him. Yeah. He was a real nice guy. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's the one who taught me how to use baby wipes. I started using baby wipes because he was like, if you don't use baby wipes, you're spreading peanut butter. Because you, you take a shit, you're just you're using dry. He said, it's the only part of your body that you don't wash with soap and water. You just wipe with a dry piece of paper. And he goes. And he goes. Get a. He goes. Get peanut butter. Put it on your arm, and then wipe it off with toilet paper. This, and then wipe again. There's still toilet paper. He goes. You get a baby wipe, and it's all gone. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have dirty shit ass from using just dry toilet paper. There's, what? The and that's. Fuck? And then I got a bidet. <laughs> that's when I got the bidet. I got really into cleaning my ass off with a Joey Cola. You know what? That's my cue to get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's been a fun podcast. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, we closed on that note. Because <laughs> I was wondering what, what led you to your bidet obsession. <laughs> I really did. I love the I fucking know. bidet. I know you mean You don't like a bidet? I don't care about one either way. My asshole sparkles. <laughs> you just take he a does good have shower. A, after he does have a, a fucking dump. clean asshole. Very clean asshole. You yeah. take a dump, you take a good shower. You shower after you dump? Yeah. That's just unnecessary. I shower right before. You shower before you dump. <laughs> you take a good shower. You gotta get some water. Fucking on you. shower after I dump. That's stupid. It's not stupid. That's what if you dump, dump somewhere public? Like if you're in a public toilet. I oh, find somebody's it. house and take a shower. There's, mm. I gotta go. I'm excited to pack because I'm late. All right, man. All right, Keith Robinson. Thanks for stopping by. Settle down. I you gotta come right back. I gotta go home. Man. We'll say we're gonna end the show. You what? ever hear of ending the show? Right. I'm Sit down. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Robinson The end Alright guys Thanks for uh, checking out uh, The show I, It was supposed to be A bigger show With a bunch of guys And I found out That I have two One and a half friends <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you Which one's my friend But out of the three people In this room I have one and a half friends We're each We're each We're each a, oh. we're each a third of a friend <laughs> You're a third of a friend Each of us Um if you guys want those posters, if there's any available, they'll be online very yeah. soon. Uh, the, the Patrice O'Neill, uh, Tyler Stout posters, we only had 500 made up. And the reason for that, just make more. No, because they, they're actually uh, handmade. It's a piece of, a piece of art, uh, uh, silkscreened by hand. Um, so it's not just you can make, print them up at fucking Staples. These are, these are works of art, and if you own one, uh, they're numbered and signed by the artist. So uh, cherish it, frame it, make sure you take care of it, because it's, uh, there's only uh, 500 available. So if you got one, you're lucky. If they're online, get them as soon as you, you can. Don't wait, because uh, that's it. When they're gone, they're gone. We appreciate uh, all you guys who have bought Patrice's CD. Uh, make sure you still buy it. Uh, just give it to somebody. Mr. P, it's on iTunes. All that money goes to the family, I believe. Yep. Still, Mr. It does, P? yes. And uh, Elephant in the Room, I don't believe that goes to the family. No, it's Comedy Central. That's Comedy but he, he does get money from that, and it's it, you should have it. Uh, and, and actual uh, Audible.com put up, uh, I think, Sirius. Sirius, yeah, allowed us to put all the, uh, all the Patrice audio. There's like four hours of Patrice from Opie and Anthony on Audible. You can buy it, and the money goes to his family, too. Sirius was very good with that. So all that stuff goes to his... his, his uh, his uh, family, but also just keep his, uh, more than that, just uh, keep his memory alive. He's one of the funniest guys on the planet. He was a friend to all of us. Uh, I miss him dearly, uh, and uh, 
that's it. So let's uh, go out with this uh, this from his album. As Mr. Patrice would say, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> shut the fuck shut up, face. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You're not. Are you guys together or no? Like together, but just friends. You're a lot more white girl pleasant than she is. Yeah, she. Yeah. Why is she so fucking angry? What the fuck's wrong with her? You have more sex than her, don't you? You don't have sex. Why? What's wrong with you? Sick? You're celibate. Oh, you're married. You made it waiting for marriage? That's some goofy ass shit you doing, buddy. Don't do, don't think like that. Are you a virgin? Okay, so when I meet you, you're not fucking me, but you fuck somebody else in the past. You out your motherfucking mind? Only way you get away with that shit is if you a virgin. And if you fuck with me, I want you to fuck somebody else. Hold you, by the way. 27. You're not, are you guys together or no? Like together, but just friends. You're a lot more white girl pleasant than she is. Yeah, she, yeah, why is she so fucking angry? What the fuck's wrong with her? You have more sex than her, don't you? You don't have sex? Why, what's wrong with you, sick? You're celibate? Oh, you're married. You made it waiting for marriage? That's some goofy ass shit you doing, buddy. Don't do, don't think like that. Are you a virgin? Okay, so when I meet you, you're not fucking me, but you fuck somebody else in the past. You out your motherfucking mind? <laughs> Only way you get away with that shit is if you a virgin. And if you fuck with me, I want you to fuck somebody else, and I don't want no virgin. Ugh, I don't need that. I like hoes. I like sticking three fingers in them. I don't need you. Ouchie, ouchie. What is happening? Oh, this virgin bitch. Because I know what I'm doing. I can make you come with my fingers. I really can. Young motherfuckers, they finger pop, you know. Fast, you know, like that poke. I remember the first time I started finger popping, I felt the blue ball in the back of the book. I, like, I thought I like hit a kidneys or something. I was like, oh shit, what's that? And just be poking, yeah, I'm poking the pussy ball. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> then you learn this move when you turn 35. <laughs> the G-spot shit. And she's like, stop, stop, I gotta pee. He's like, you ain't gotta pee. Don't worry about it. That's just the spot pressing against the bladder. But even if you gotta pee, pee, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> I'm an adult. I ain't afraid of peeing. I'm not afraid of nothing sexually. You pee fine. Don't even be embarrassed, bitch. Just like, oh, pee. This is why I've seen it before. Pee. You peeing on yourself? Don't be like, oh my god. Oh my god. Pee. Pee on the way to being embarrassed. Pee some more. I don't give a fuck. Just a good. <laughs> and you want me to have that face of just, you can't see it. She just. Stop playing around. Stop playing around. You ever had your asshole lit, gorgeous? 
hard to believe Steve Wilco's audience. Is, <laughs> I'm just asking. Don't get all weird about it. I'm just asking. If you never had your asshole lick as a woman, you'd be happier, motherfucker, lick your asshole. If you're a man that don't lick a woman's asshole, but you lick her vagina, I would say that's one of the biggest insults you can give. Because the asshole is that close to the pussy. So what do you... Okay, well, I had to cut that off because I don't own the rights to that. You want to listen to the rest of that joke? Go buy his album on iTunes, Mr. P. It's one of the funniest comedy albums put out in the last few years. Uh, it's brilliant. I love it. If you love Patrice, it's the album to get because uh, it's his only one. Okay, he's not going to put out another one, and he, he's never put out one before that. So if you're a Patrice O'Neill fan, fan, if you're a comedy fan, make sure you get that album off of iTunes. Uh, thanks again for listening to this one. Uh, there was supposed to be a bunch of guys on here. I tried to put it together. It didn't. Uh, it didn't work out uh, fully. But I, I'm glad that Norton and Keith showed up. Uh, you know, I just wanted to uh, put this out here and and um, talk about them and and uh, with my friends uh, and friends of his and I don't know. Let you guys uh, in on on that. Uh, be part of that. So I hope you liked it. Uh, if not, go fuck yourself. Make sure you subscribe and review on iTunes. Spread the word. YKWD. Uh, Patrice O'Neill, my pal. Um, so that's it. I'll talk to you later. You know what? Don't stop filming my face. Don't stop.